This is the EVP Podcast. Welcome everybody to the EVP Podcast, a podcast about the paranormal and spooky and everything weird. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Dale. I'm Beaker. And I'm DVO. You're not ghosty this oh, week? Oh shit, I am ghosty McGhostface, I'm sorry. <laughs> How I'm, high are you? Does it even matter? I'm ghosty McGhostface. Well, everybody, today we are going to speak about the Driscoll Hotel in... Why? Well, I'm going to tell you where it is first. It's in Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. And the reason why we're going to speak about this place is because I was just there. Ooh. And upon my visit, I visited the Driscoll Hotel. Nice. So, come Now, is this out. why you went to Austin, or is it just one of no. the perks of being in Austin? Just one of the things, because I was going to a new city, what I like to do is ghost tours. Yeah. I think that's, we should make that a thing. Just anytime one of I've us travels, I've already done that. That's my point. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to do that this weekend when I'm in Vegas. You should do it because I've been doing it and I love it. I have a trip for the end of the year, and I'm going to try to incorporate some type of ghost tour while I do that. You definitely should. So on the ghost tour, I was not a fan of the tour guide. Tour guide was a little sissy bitch. And was not into the paranormal and was afraid of the paranormal. But he's guiding a tour. But he's guiding a ghost tour. (laughs) You kidding me? Exactly why I was having a problem with this. That reminds me of this girl that was running our investigation when I went to Rollins Penitentiary in Wyoming. Straight up said she didn't believe in the paranormal. But when the Brandies started crossing spirits over, she literally like started crying. Because we were getting rid of her spirits. It's like, you don't believe in didn't believe in. Yeah, so this <laughs> guy... so weird. This like, guy said that if he came across a ghost or saw a ghost or saw anything spooky happen, he would run and bolt the other way and quit. <laughs> and why the hell would you do this? Why would you do this as an occupation and be involved in this? I don't know. So, right DDO, bat, why would you do this? I've seen you run from stuff. I've never run from stuff. No, you haven't run from stuff. <laughs> you've, you've texted us on the way home from the podcast. And you're like, I'm afraid to go to sleep now. I have not. That's what I see. I saw a fox yeah, right saw across f- the road. It was after we were talking about like Wendigos and stuff. Yes. But it darted really fast, guys. <laughs> it, was like, it was Wendigo fast. Well, there was that time when your wife was out of town. And you're like, I'm, going, Wendigo. I'm, going, I'm going home by myself. I'm, yeah, that's true. It's like 2 in the morning. That's when we talked about Ybor City. And you're like, oh, yes. I don't want to sleep in my house by myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I got to spook myself out. <laughs> he's he's not like that on investigations though. I'll be the first one to run in, but then later I want to go to bed that night and go, oh god, what's in my closet? What's in my bathroom? <laughs> all those things that were in the house or in my house now. Yeah. Let's be honest, I think we've all done that. Yes. <laughs> do some spooky go home to a dark house? Yeah. Exactly. Not me though. I'm never scared. <laughs> so uh on this ghost tour. We checked out a bunch of buildings. There's a lot of, lot of history in those old uh, streets in Austin. A lot of uh, old buildings still exist, and the Driscoll Hotel being one of those old buildings. And uh, the reason why it is called the Driscoll Hotel because it was built by Colonel Jesse Driscoll. Okay. And makes sense. Yep. Yeah. yeah it does. It makes a lot of sense. 
And this was uh this was way back in the eighteen like end of the eighteen hundreds when uh with him buying this and building this hotel at four hundred thousand that was a lot of money. Did you know? Four hundred thousand. Yep. Oh. He uh so he bought the property in eighteen eighty four. Yes. Uh for seven thousand five hundred dollars. Oh. That's how much the property costs the the land itself. Right. Acres and acres. I it think. was it was two years later when the hotel finally was uh, opened. Yeah. On December twentieth of eighteen eighty six. Correct. <laughs> I'm not even going to check. I know you're right. That was a slow day of work. <laughs> and one other thing I heard, like when he built this, this was like in the, you know, old Western times. I mean, this is where like there was no asphalt. This is like dirt roads. No, he was a cattle rancher. And he was, yeah, yeah, this dude yeah. had money. He came from Missouri. Uh, like he came from Missouri. He, he actually used to sell cattle to the Confederate Army. Yes. And that's how he made his money. Ah. And then, uh, yeah, he took that money and built this hotel. When he wanted to be like the top of the line hotel where rooms were only 2 to $3 a night, which were also big bucks back then. Okay. Yeah. And it, uh, kind of what I was reading, it didn't make sense because again, at this time, people were still, you know, coaching wagon. Dusty roads, gunfights in the middle of the street still, the times. And to build like this huge elaborate hotel just didn't really make sense. Well, There's... he wanted to show off his wealth and, and be oh, like, there you go. he wanted to build a hotel that rivaled like those hotels in New York and San Francisco uh, and Chicago. So he was trying to make it a destination okay. town. Well, anyway, I mean, it makes sense. It is now, but not yeah, because of the true. Driscoll. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I would go there for the Driscoll. I, now that I know this exists, I would probably try to stay there. Um, well, I've watched some YouTube videos of people doing tours. It is a good-looking hotel. It So it doesn't look that massive from the outside. It looks like a, you know, a hotel, but it's only five floors. Um, when you're inside, it still doesn't look the crazy big. But then when you're upstairs, like, go up, the, like, there's a ton of rooms. So you're going down, there's just room after room after room. It's like, oh. I wonder how tiny these rooms are, but there's a shit ton of rooms up there. Okay. There's a total of 189 rooms in the hotel. That's it? Yep. Seems like a lot more. Hmm. Seems like way, maybe there's probably, yeah. Seems like a lot more rooms than that when you're walking up there anyways. But um, the uh, on the tour, we stopped at the Driscoll Hotel, and they let us go inside the lobby because it's you know, open to the public. Um so when we were walking around in there, he was training another tour guide. And the other tour guide was Didn't kind mean of... The tour guide that didn't really like doing tours was training another... Was training tour another guide. tour guide how to hate paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, that's, that's like a wine tester that hates wine teaching someone how to taste wine. So I guess... Yeah, yeah, so, and I've noticed that a lot of these ghost tours are like multiple tours where they do a history tour, a day tour, and then at night they okay. do ghost tours. Okay. Um, so which one did you do? The ghost tour. Okay. And it sounds like when he's training this person, this person was from the day tours, and he's training them how to do the night ghost tours. Got it. And as they're talking to each other, I had gone over, I had gone up to him and asked, "Hey, at the end of this, do you guys uh, do like a, a like a small investigation or anything like that?" And he's like, "No, we don't do anything like that." And uh, the other newbie guy was like. Oh, do, do you guys ever have anybody like bring their own equipment and stuff like that? And the tour, the tour guide doing the training is all no, nobody ever does that. 
Well, I did. <laughs> Whip out your K2 yeah. and you go, I'm like, like, I'm ready, guys. You Let's probably, do this. You probably answered that because you probably never ask anybody. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, in my head, I'm just thinking the whole time, like, how much better the one in Ybor City was. <laughs> just, uh, just the way that guy was just way into the paranormal, way into history, and was very in-depth of the stories and, like, really acted out his stories. This guy was just more of, like, this is this, and this is what happened here, and this is who. Now I'm over here, you know, and you just right. moved on. And it was just, man, this guy's just a robot. Did he say fun fact at any time in the, in the tour? Fun fact? <sighs> Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Why do you ask that? Because the way you're describing the tour, like, it probably would have been more entertaining. It was like, fun fact, did you know that this painting, which we'll talk about later. Um, oh, so when I was in the Driscoll Hotel the first time, though, in the lobby, there's stairs that go up. And I'm looking at those stairs, and I instantly am drawn to energy right there. And um, This is the picture that you sent me. And, yeah, and, I sent you oh, guys. actually, all of us, yeah. Yeah, and there was something up there, and I couldn't tell if that was Mr. Driscoll staring at everybody. Um, but then I had gone back there probably two nights later. My daughter and myself went back with my K2 and Ghost Meter. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to the fifth floor. And then, because 525 is supposed to be the, a haunted room, and we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, so we sat up there, and we sat in front of the room right by it and started using the, the K2 and the Ghost Meter. Had a couple blips on the K2, nothing major. Um, and then on the Ghost Meter Pro, it was picking up a lot of EMF in there that the K2 wasn't picking up, but it was also starting to pick up on something that we started talking to a spirit, and it seemed like it was uh, Colonel Jesse Driscoll. Just by the questions being asked, we were trying to talk to the spirits that were in that 525. Do you remember your questions? Just, we were first trying to ask, like, who it was that we were talking to. Okay. I was trying to ask if it was, like, uh, the spirit of a little girl or the spirit of another girl who committed suicide. Um, and it was saying no to all that. And when I asked if it was uh, Mr. Driscoll, it said it was. Hmm. Um, was there any changes in, like, odor? Like, did you smell anything in particular? No. No, there was no odor change. I didn't smell anything change. And it... Uh, it almost seemed like the way he was answering questions and when I was even asking things like, you know, do you want us to stop this and do you want us to leave? Kept being like, yeah, it just kind of wanted us out. And did you stop? Yeah, we didn't do much. It was, it was a really quick. It wasn't, we weren't staying there or anything. Right. And it was only like maybe 9.30 at night. And so there's still employees walking around doing stuff because like while we were sitting in the hallway doing things the employees were walking around so <laughs> we'd stop and wait for them to leave and then i was asking them hey do you guys do, i was asking some employees if they have any of their own ghost stories okay um one of the guys he was like no no i don't i don't i don't want to know if there is any he's like i just don't i just try to ignore anything and so i don't have any stories of my own and if i did have anything weird happen i just probably ignored it <laughs> and uh but he said, you can go to the front desk, and they have a list of stories. And then I went down and got this. Where did you get the stories from? Like from people uh, staying? People staying or some uh, events that have happened there that they are saying, you know, that's probably, uh, they're probably a spirit there now. 
Um, but the, some of these are stories of, of past guests and stuff. But um, I did talk to the guy at the front desk and got this sheet, but I asked him of his own personal stories. And he had said that he had one, and it was pretty recent. And so while he, the hotel was shut down during COVID and they were redoing some rooms and they were the, like kind of just getting them ready and doing sections at a time. And it was only him and, and another manager. And so the only, those were the only two in the whole hotel during this time. And they would go from room to room, do one room at a time. And as they were in one room, the room next to them, something knocked on the wall real loud. And they went and checked the room. There's no one in the room. They went and checked if anyone came into the hotel, checked everything. Nobody was there. No reason for any of that. And I think he said he was on the second floor. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, just in one room in the room next to them, knock, knock, knock. I don't know how many knocks. I didn't ask. But, yeah, just knocking on the wall. Well, it was three knocks in Mark the Trinity. <laughs> we established. It's always three. It's always or three. Naturally, that's what they would have knocked, no matter what. <laughs> I've noticed that, like every time I go knock on someone's door now, like even when I got here, I knocked. It's just three quick knocks. Yeah. I made a thing long, long time ago where I would do the uh, Mario knock. I go. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> 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 All right. That's just how I do it now. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, the Driscoll. Other, um, want to hear another story of a famous singer who of stayed course. there. Doing a concert. She, uh, what song was she? Uh, her name is Annie Lennox. And I can't, was it Heart that she was in? Look I it up so. real quick. Annie, oh, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox, yes. yep. Two ends. Two ends on both names. Okay. Okay. From the 80s. Yep, from the 80s, baby. (laughs) So anyways, while she was on tour, she was staying at the Driscoll. And undecided of what to wear, she left two dresses out on her bed. I heard this story. This is is a cool story. Yes. So she left two dresses out, one and wanting to decide on what to wear that night for the concert. And after her shower... She got out of the shower, and one of the dresses was folded and packed back into her luggage. And so it was like, all right, it's been determined which, uh, which dress I'm going to wear. Did you find it? So did you see me? I put a spell on you? Mm, I don't think so. I want to say she's saying something. I think she was in a band. Yeah, she was. Oh, yes. Eurythmics? Yes. Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams. That's the song I was trying to think of. Sweet Dreams. So, yeah. So, she she had her own little experience there. Um, Did you hear about another one on that? Besides that singer? I think there was another. Uh, Another singer? Yeah. No, just that one. Okay, she was the only singer. That's the um, only one I remember. Okay. Oh, um, there's this other lady. She's not she's not famous or anything, but she her name was Mrs. Bridges, and she worked the front desk for several years in the 1900s, and uh, she didn't even die in the hotel or anything like that. But people still see her uh, walking from the vault in the middle of the lobby 
to the old front desk. Um, some people say that she looks like she's in Victorian style clothing, mm. but uh, they determine it's her just by based off of this lady that just kind of they see walking around. And Mr. Driscoll didn't die there either. No, he didn't no. die there. He actually lost the hotel. Oh, he lost it a gambling. Mm hmm. Yeah. See, that's, I read that on one website, but like every other website I read, is, uh, there was a, a really bad drought, <coughs> which caused okay. a lot of his cattle to die, which caused him to lose a lot of his money. And then uh, after the drought, they had a really harsh winter. Okay. It, it kind of ruined him. That's what I read, anyways. But I also read the gambling thing, too. I know he ended up selling it to his brother in law after like, oh. two years of it being open. Interesting. Yeah, like he, he to put all his money into it and then lost it within a couple of years. Not a couple. I think I think he had it for quite a while. I think at least a, how long? I think he only had it two years. Yeah, I heard too. It wasn't very 1888. Long. He's at the, uh, oh, in December, damn. December of 1888, he sold it to him. And then he, then he died a then few he died years. Two years after yeah, that, yeah so and he died a little after he, that. He died four years after the hotel opened. Yeah, it's crazy. Um and then I guess people were, so there's another ghost that's said to be there called uh, Peter Lawless. And he actually lived in the hotel. Like 30 oh. years, I think. Yeah, from 1886 to 1916, uh, he was living in the hotel. And uh, during this time, the hotel kept, like, closing. and But he still lived there. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. So he had the keys to it and everything, and he was coming in and out. And His own laundry. and <laughs> Had to him. But, um, so let's see. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. There was no staff guys, there. Would you guys want to live in a hotel all by yourself? I mean, it'd be kind of spooky, I guess. I don't know if I could. It depends. It'd be like if it was lonely. like the Cecil Hotel. No. Okay. Just because you got Skid Row right there, but maybe like the Stanley's kind of nice in the wintertime, though. But like, I mean, that was kind of the basis for The Shining, so maybe not. <laughs> I'd be spooked out with all these these long hallways of closed doors. If you hear just one little thing, you got to suspect something's arrived. It would make you wonder if this guy had some stories. Yeah. From living in there, being closed down and everything. By himself? Yeah. And any noise you hear, it's got to be... So they have the heater and air conditioning running? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I guess maybe he wasn't using it? I don't know. Because I did, I did, I did see a... No, they didn't have it back then. This is 1886, 1960. They didn't have heaters. Exactly. I think they built, I think Mr. Driscoll purposely built this with like, you got to tell me this right though, like there's a, it's supposed to be like, have a, I don't know, like a circulation that goes up to kind of give like natural cooling. Did it look, did anything seem like that? Nothing no? seemed yeah. different than any other. Yeah, probably one of the tours I was watching in video. Okay, interesting. But yeah, so this guy, he lived there for that long, and he had a key to that's his room weird. and the key to the front door, and that's it. So that's all he could really get into, and all the doors are just locked. Did you see what room it was? Um, no, they don't say what room it was in, but they all they say about it is that uh, sometimes the elevator door opens on the fifth floor, um, and he's supposed to be seen checking his pocket watch when the door opens. Hmm. <coughs> That, that whole story itself is interesting, I think. I want to know his story. Yeah. Like, did, why would you Why would you choose to live in a hotel for that long? Was his room close to the front desk and he like, walked down a long corridor to get to his room? He was room? on the top floor, all in the way in the back corner. Yeah. That's probably, I mean, if you didn't have to pay for a room, like, I'd, if you if you had this whole hotel to yourself for free, yeah, I'd maybe. 
I'd be checking. I'd be checking out all sorts of places in that place. Like, I mean, especially if it's like closed down and changing hands. Let's go break some doors down. I was like that already. <laughs> <laughs> some squatters. That's what I got here. Um, and then this other famous ghost is the. Uh, it was a senator's daughter. I heard about this one. And this daughter supposedly was uh, kind of just being a kid and wanting to play with her dad. And he sent her out to go play in the hall with this bouncy ball. And as she was playing with it, it went down the stairs or went past the stairs. And she went running for it and missed the stairs and went all the way down, breaking her neck and dying. What I've heard is the most common ghost story is you hear a little girl laughing, giggling, running, uh, possibly the sound of a bouncing ball. And so when, I, when we were up there trying to just like just be quiet and listen... Um, it never gets dark in the hallways because it's a hotel, so right. it stays fully lit. Sure. And just trying to sit there and be quiet and listen. I mean, we were you know, there was a couple hotel staff that were walking by and stuff, and so it was just like, you know, can't. It's not like super quiet, and there's no. people staying there as well, and it makes you wonder when people say that oh they hear things in the hall, like is it just other guests? Right. I mean, some of the things I've heard, again, this is all hearsay, is that they hear little girls laughing or playing out in the hallway, and they look out because it's kind of loud. They look out in the hallway, they don't see anything. Well, that's another thing, too. There's hallways with, like, sharp turns, and these the hallways are kind of narrow in that hotel. Oh, okay. And, uh, like, you can go down a certain point and then turn. And, I mean, with all the turns and stuff in there, it's really easy to... People like if little kids were playing and running down the halls. Uh-huh. If you look at your room, that they would be gone, just because it's not like super long halls and a lot of turns. So possible debunk. Yeah, I think so. Because there's tons what of times. About timers. the bouncing ball, though. They, they say they hear the bouncing ball. Okay, that it's also what ball would the, was this little girl playing with, and what kind of noise are they hearing? Does it match? Is it a bounce? Is it a little rubber ball that breaks light bulbs or is it like a big dodgeball that hits faces yeah that's a good question so what sound are they hearing yeah and how do they know that that's the ball that she was playing with and there's a rumor there's a painting of this girl now i don't know if that's true or if it's just a random girl no, there is correlated with her it, it is her so they purposely said this poor this poor girl is painting a portrait of her hanging up i think, I think it was so. the senator wanted it painted uh, oh, he's I believe he asked for the painting to be done. Okay. I, think. I mean, that makes um, sense. From what I understand, the painting you see there now is not the original, but it oh. is It is the way the painting looked. Uh, the original looked. So, But the, some of the, did they tell you any of the stories of the, the painting or any of They the, ditched and we looked at it. What, and, uh, so, what uh, vibe or feeling did you get from the painting? I didn't get anything from the painting. Because I know that it's rumored that. Like, if you look at the painting long enough, like, the eyes will shift, and, like, her facial expression will change in the painting. That's just their... I'm sure that's all stuck on their pareidolia eyes. stuff, but... Yeah. But, yeah, I was, just, I was just curious, like, hearing this on, or, and reading about it, I was wondering if you you felt any, like, energy or anything coming from this painting. No, not from the painting at all, no. But okay. They did have what some really the, cool... What about the painting at the top of the stairs, uh, on the landing there? And the picture that you, you sent to us, there's the... The big ass painting of uh, Driscoll himself. Yeah. Did you feel anything off of that? 
That mainly was making me wonder if that was the energy that I was feeling was just off to the right of that. Because it was like up the stairs. It was like halfway up the stairs and then make a right. And then that goes to the second floor. And that's where I was feeling stuff is right there. Yeah, you right sent me that picture. Uh, and like I just I drew a big circle in one spot, like right at the top of the stairs. I just saw mm -hmm. that picture with you circle, yeah. Yeah, I just like right at the top of the stairs. I'm like right here. And you're like, yep. <laughs> But yeah, that was what I was doing. But I didn't know who it was. I'm wondering if that was who who it is, is if it was him. Yeah, that's why I was asking if he smelled anything differently because uh, the reports for Driscoll himself is that, that it smells like cigar smoke. Yeah, cigar smoke, and it's a obviously it's a non-smoking hotel. So like, if if he did smell cigar smoke, it might be him. And so when we were in the lobby at that time, when I was sensing that energy presence there, it was. A lot of people in, in there as well. Um, and there's always people walking around and stuff. There's people walking to their room. And if people are smelling the smell of cigar randomly with nobody showing up or no one doing anything. But if other guests just smoked a cigar and walked through and they walked to the room and just left that smell cigar in there. And then somebody turns a corner and goes, ah, it smells like cigar. That's sure. Mr. Driscoll. There's too many factors with it being busy. Um, so there's yeah. so it's pretty bustling. People are checking in, checking out all the time. Yeah, so there's Back so many things okay. happening that it's hard to, unless you like shut the place down and, and actually investigated it with nobody there, then I could say, okay, if now if it smells like cigar smoke, cool. Did you inquire about that? Well, <laughs> that's going to be expensive. Yeah, <laughs> shut that was, place down. <laughs> every, I want every room on the fifth floor and the fourth and the third. <laughs> Not the second, but the first. Yeah. There's no rooms on the first. Perfect. <laughs> he, he earlier said there was a room that you were checking out. This was supposed to be... 525. Why is that? Um, so that room had a experience with a, a jilted lover where she was like stood up on her wedding day. And so what she did was she took pretty much like maxed out all this credit. Just went cr on a crazy shopping spree. 40 grand. 40 oh. grand of a shopping spree and just went crazy. What year is this? 1990s. Okay. And uh, went to her, went to her room, just all happy with all the stuff she got, and put a pill, like got in her bathtub, and then put a pillow on her stomach, and kapow. And sure, then, so. yeah, and I guess she was in there for a couple days three before, days. yeah, three days before staff found her. Ew. <laughs> and but that happened someone else in the same room, didn't it? Uh, like 20 years apart. Yeah, 20 years apart. This is apparently on the exact same day. Was it the exact same day? That's what I've read. That's the rumor. Okay. I don't know I how... I just heard 20 years. I didn't sure if it was to the day. Some some of them say it's say to the day. Some just said 20 years. Some say wasn't even in the same room. Wasn't even on the fifth floor. So Yeah, I didn't hear anything about being the same room or anything. I, I, I read a couple different articles. One that did say that it was 20 years apart to the day in the same room. Uh, others say that it was room 329 that the bride killed mm, herself in. Okay. So it's, it's, there's a lot of kind of randomness to right. the story. So. But the fact is, two women documented killed themselves in the hotel. Yeah. So there could obviously be something. There's a lot going on in that city as well that I think there's more than those spirits in there at all times. Like, there's just a lot going on in that city. And there's, a shit ton of spirits, I'm sure of it. <laughs> and with how many spirits there are in that city and 
with where that building is, I'm sure it gets frequented a lot by more than just those residential spirits. Now, you sent something at the top of the stairs that you sent us pictures of. Um, any bigger kind of sensitive to pictures. Anything else while you're walking around exploring that you're kind of picking up on? Um, no, just uh, other buildings. Just besides oh. that building itself, I mean, just passing by some of these buildings going, well, there's ghosts and all these buildings. <laughs> there's a lot of old shit there. And then some of it's like not even being used. Uh, a lot of history there, a lot of energy there. Okay. So, yeah, that, that town's got a lot going on. But I do want to go back and experience the nightlife, though. Nice. I like the nightlife, baby. Uh, you do. I do. <laughs> sure do. I have sweet dreams. <laughs> They're made of this. And uh, let's see. What else is about the Driscoll? Uh, do you guys know anything else? Or can think of anything else about the Driscoll? I don't know. The, some of the history of the hotel itself, but not like the hauntings. I think the haunting part of it, I can't think of any other stories. I mean, this this hotel was a, it was a big to-do place. Like, there was a lot of stuff that went on in this hotel. So two weeks after it opened, uh, the governor of Texas had his inaugurational ball there in the, the main ballroom. And ever since then, it's been a tradition for every governor when they get inaugurated. They go there and, and do this uh, in the ballroom there. Mm. Um some famous people have been there besides Annie Lennox. Uh, that's actually where LBJ, former president, met Lady Bird. They, they had their first date there. Uh, oh, really? Uh, met for breakfast, had their first date there. He actually used the... There was a room that was reserved specifically for him. He actually used it kind of as, as his headquarters as during the election. Uh, there was... Is it the, the room he had with old Lady Bird? <laughs> Maybe. On the first date, even? <laughs> Probably. Dirty bird. Now, is, this, is, is the hotel like surrounded by a lot of buildings like almost next to it? Yeah. So, like looking at the pictures, I'm looking at the picture now. It's actually it does look really big actually. That looks really tall. It's a good, like I said, even on the outside, it's a good looking building. But yeah, it looks like it's like surrounded by other buildings. So probably at the time this was built as kind of a standalone. Yeah. It's kind of it, everything kind of got built close to it. But yeah, that place uh, with everything else all around it, it doesn't look ginormous mm -hmm. but then you go in and there's oh, shit, damn there's a shit ton of rooms <laughs> yeah <laughs> the Driscoll um what other history about the place well apparently uh, I don't think it's on your list there I did read on one of the websites someone claiming that uh, LBJ and Lady Bird both haunt the uh, Driscoll Oh, I didn't hear that. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder what got them I, to see, think that though. I don't. I don't remember. It was just really, really brief that mentioned that they were possibly there, and it would make sense because if it was uh, somewhere that was familiar to them or that they liked when they were alive, you they, think it's people, possible that they could be haunting so them? So you know how spirits leave like impressions in places. So that's probably what well, it's it not was. Not even just spirits do that. We do that as, as well, people. Well, yeah, we, yes, we, leave, we leave impressions, and then as spirits go back, or whatever, but do you think it's just spirits going on vacation? It's possible. Spirits want to just go on vacation too, maybe. It's very possible, because I know that, uh, uh, like, Brandy's main spirit guide, uh, she, well, either sometimes she'll be, like, go on road trips with us. When we go on road trips, she'll be with us. Sometimes she goes with Brandy's husband. Um, 
sometimes she just kind of goes around and does her own thing. Like, my main spirit guide does the same thing. She just goes off and does her own thing. Went on vacation. So it's entirely possible. So all the places that are leaving impressions in life, when we're dead, go back there and visit. Oh, ever seen that one movie, was it Push? Where that guy, or Jumper. Was it Jumper? Jumper, where they go teleport teleport to places they've been. They can only go to places they've been. Well, uh, if they had a picture of it, too. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, if they had a picture of, like, the Roman Colosseum, they could jump to that. I'm going to do that when I die. When I'm a spirit, I'm going to jump. I'm just curious. Like, you said said your your main spirit guide does that. How do you know that? I can tell when she's around. I just, I'm assuming that she's just doing whatever. Ghosty stuff. Ghosty stuff. I, I can I can feel her energy when she's around. Interesting. Um, for the most part, like I, she's never she's not around that much unless I like absolutely need her. Uh, other than that, she just kind of I'm just assuming she just wanders and does her own thing. Hmm. I mean, she might have other things that she needs to go do, or she might just be. It's like a stray cat. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty much. Well, it's weird because I've seen it with like right now. I've, I've seen it with people where some some people's spirit guides are just like right there all the time and. And I've seen other spirit guides that just kind of come and go as they please. Yeah, there's house cats and then there's outdoor cats. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I think that's it on the Driscoll, really. Okay. But um, I think maybe when I do go back to uh, Austin, I think I do want to go stay there. You should. Where did you you stay? I stayed at uh, a residence inn. Okay. It wasn't very far. It's like right there downtown. Why did you not stay at the Driscoll? Like I said, I didn't know about the place until I oh, did the, the ghost, ghost tour. tour. Oh, so I totally forgot about this. I actually heard this on an episode of Haunted Places like four years ago, three years ago. Yeah. I totally forgot about it until you uh, mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. I same thing. When Dale mentioned it, this thing sounds familiar. Then I, as I was Googling, I was like, oh, yes, I've seen episodes. Well, like same this. like the, uh, the one in Ybor City. I would have never remembered that name, Ybor City. <laughs> right. Never in a million years. And then all of a sudden, I'm there, and I'm like, oh, this place is super haunted. This, and then there's ghost stores. Hell yeah, let's go do this. And then find out that that hotel there, the uh, Don Vincent. The, what, Don right? Vicente. Don yeah. Vicente, yeah. I remember seeing that on episodes of uh, oh. Ghost Hunters. See, I didn't even heard of it before. Me neither. Yeah, I remember that uh, that name and everything, and I remember some of the stuff because the uh, the tour guide was touching on a lot of the epi- like on a lot of these buildings. A lot of those buildings had episodes from ghost hunters sure. that were at these places, so they all had stories about them, different things, and all Makes that. Sense. But uh, yeah, would have never guessed that I'm in that city where those. Things yeah, like. yeah. So it's awesome taking these ghost tours and finding out what's actually there and then realizing, oh, I've heard about that. <laughs> Did you know? So I was curious. I, I looked it up on the Driscoll's uh, website to see how much the rooms cost. Uh-huh. The least expensive rooms are $350 a night. Oh, yeah, so that's why I didn't stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I think the suites or whatever, the bigger rooms go up to 500 plus. Oh, I wonder how big the standard room is. It doesn't look that big. I don't know. Oh, the okay. doors, I mean, they got little hallways. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the pictures look if nice the... from the inside. I mean, you're obviously inside. Like, does it look, it's... It looks very nice. What's cool, too, is down the hallways, there's, like, these little uh, memento boxes, like, those frame, shadow box frames. Oh, okay. With, like, little things in it from the 1800s, early 1900s, like, little nice. toys or, like, little... 
decoration things or like souvenir. I don't know. It's a random little shit. Yeah, period. Like, time. I can't yeah. remember where I read it. Was there there were some mirrors or something that had like someone's face etched into them? Nah. Yeah, it was the um, Maximilian rooms. Somebody. Oh, one of the ladies yeah. liked mirrors, and so like there's a bunch of mirrors, and every mirror has a bust of her on top of it. Oh, okay. They, they, I guess they found them in, like, some thrift store, and they didn't realize, like, they don't know how they got there, but they bought them up and put them in there. Yeah, I remember. It was, like, the president of Mexico and his wife. Yeah, that's, he's Maximilian. He was the, uh, oh, it's a different name. No. She I, was She was from, Europe. I just, yes, mm-hmm. Belgium. Yeah, something like that. And he. Or Austrian. Austrian. Austria. Some, some, yeah, of, some European Austrian. country, and. He they were he he was sent to do some uh, was it for recon <laughs> some recon yes they were trying to take their land back but he ended up getting like Remember killed that, huh? he ended up getting killed or something he got sent back and incarcerated but, but it was up from, he was from Mexico I can't remember what his title was but it was a title that they don't use anymore yeah I heard I remember something like that but there was it trying to say that this. Uh, Something like they haunted it, or the just there was some fancy mirrors there oh. from this famous people. And it was like the whole room is gold. Oh, okay. Maximilian room. The Maximilian gold room. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I think I I don't want to stay there now. It's expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, we could all chip in, pay like a hundred yeah. bucks a night, and we can check out a suite. I'm kind of interested. Okay, fine. Let's go. <laughs> Talk me into it. We'll just ride scooters drunk everywhere. Yeah, we can. I'll watch you ride scooters drunk. I'll ride. I was doing a good job riding scooters. I'll, I'll ride it sober. <laughs> I, re- I did that. I'm gonna try it drunk this time. <laughs> well, I think that's the episode, guys. All right, we'll call it. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love y'all. Bye. Peace out. Peace out, butterflies. Thank you.